This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome to the Daily Digest on the Bigger Picture. On this Monday afternoon, I'm T. Xiao Ik. In the studio with me, Lim Su An. Today, we are going to talk about why the language that we use when we talk about disabilities is... uh, Why does language matter? Now, a person with disabilities or orang kurang upaya, these are among the terms that we commonly use, but they are by no means the only ones that we are familiar with or that we've heard being used. In fact, some terms that continue to be used today may even be hurtful towards people with disabilities and the community. So we are going to take a look at what we should and shouldn't say uh, and why the way that we talk about disabilities matters. That's right. And on uh, on that note, we have a Twitter poll going and, and I guess it'll, it'll be clear in a bit why we're asking you this question. But our question is, should the official name for the allowance for disabled workers be changed from Elan Pekerja Jachat to Elan Pekerja Ok? you now your options are yes it's long overdue or no it makes no difference you can take that poll on twitter at bfm uh, at bfm radio or you can also tweet us your thoughts um perhaps you know what experiences you've had with using languages um, when it comes to um, disability issues you can also whatsapp them to us at 018-789-8899 so now why we're talking about this is because last week when the prime minister tan sri muhyiddin yassin announced the pemerkasa um, economic stimulus package one of the terms that were that was used in his speech caused um, a bit of a stir, I guess, on social media, and mm. that was the use of the uh, Malay word chachat in the term allowance pekerja chachat, or rather the um, in English the allowance for disabled workers. And following that, the Ministry for Women, Family and Community Development also used the term in in a social media post, but then they later did take down the post when people pointed out that you know that is a term that is um, offensive to the community of people with disabilities. Yes, and speaking of the ministry, they did also release a statement to apologize for the use of the term Elaun Pekerja Cacat. In fact, that term, that official name has been in use since the 1970s. Um, But the ministry did apologise if they had offended people with disabilities. They also said that they will change the name of the allowance next month in conjunction with the 75th anniversary of the Social Welfare Department. Yeah, and it should also, I guess, be pointed out that the allowance has also often been referred to as the Elaun Pekerja OKU in a lot of, um, and not only within the OKU community, but officially as well, you know, across various media. So, for example, um, during the same PM speech last week, um, on his presentation slide, it was written as Elaun Pekerja OKU. And also, um, if we go back a bit further, during the Budget 2021 announcement by the Finance Minister, um, the term Elaun Pekerja OKU was also used as well. So, really, it's been used interchangeably, although the official term is Elaun Pekerja Chacha. Yeah, so why the debate over this, right? And, uh, you know, it really did spark um, quite a number of conversations on social media after the PM speech, you know, there were a lot of people from the OKU community calling for better awareness on how we talk about people with disabilities and, um, you know, a lot of the comments pointed out how we should be using terms like person with disabilities or orang kurang upaya over other terms unless um, any other term is specifically indicated by the individual or by the community themselves. And and one of the um, sort of threads of comments that I 
like to highlight is uh, one by Bole Space, um, which is a Twitter account run by a collective of Malaysians living with disabilities. And um, they pointed out that the main act concerning person with disabilities um, uses that term, uh, the main uh, uh, legal act, uh, uses the term uh, orang kurang upaya in Malaysia, in Bahasa Malaysia as well. Yes, and um, Senator Ras Adiba Razi, who represents um, persons with disabilities in the Senate or the Dewanagara, as we com- uh, we're familiar with, she also pointed out that the word chachat is offensive, that it needs to be replaced in official documents and schemes. You know, she echoed the calls for the allowance to be officially renamed as Allowance Pekerja OKU. And she also added that the word chachat has negative connotations and it, it sort of just implies that the person is looking down on the community of people with disabilities. Mm, yeah, and I mean, you one might argue it's just semantics mm. but um, there is a reason why um, people from the community themselves um, view the use of language um, uh, uh, so closely and why it makes a difference when the official terms mm. um, why it's important for them to reflect the community's um, actual needs. Now there is no clear cut answer I guess on what is the uh, right language to describe a person with disabilities but the least we can do is try to do better right and, and to definitely avoid the words that you know mm. are offensive and even better to ask what that individual or community themselves would prefer um, generally there are sort of two schools of thought on the use of language, either identity first or person first. So identity first language focuses on the disability of that person or the community. For example, you'd say a disabled person or an autistic child. Um, Meanwhile, person first language, which is the other school of thought, puts the person first and their disability second. So for example, you would say a person with disability. You would say a child with autism instead of an autistic child. Mm, That's right. And you know, I mean, even though there is no clear cut answer, like you said, Shawik, there are definitely words that I think people with um, people uh, with disabilities do agree that should not be used when we're talking about these issues. And I guess these things this include, you know, referring to people with disabilities as simply um, the handicapped or the disabled, you know, without any sort of, I, I guess it sort of dehumanizes them, It does, them, it right? removes their identity. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's also, um, I've also seen um, guides which say that you should avoid words such as cripple, retarded or mental patient or insane when it comes to mental health issues or I guess in BM, like the word that we're discussing today, which is um, the use of the word chachat, right? And, and uh, I've also seen people who say that, you know, we shouldn't use, uh, we shouldn't say that someone, for example, suffers from this disease or, you know, or a particular condition because you're saying rather than saying, I guess, that person has this condition or lives with the condition because I guess it's sort of making it sound like it's it's a bad thing, right? Which is not ne- which not necessarily is. And mm. I guess really the whole point of this is also just to ensure that you're speaking to them as equal human beings, you know, you're not speaking to them in a patronizing tone, mm. you're not sort of looking down on them. And I, I guess that's the whole part of this, right? To have a proper conversation with them. Mm. And the idea of um, asking uh, a, a person living with a disability or a special need or asking somebody from that community what kind of language they would prefer, um, it actually opens up a bit of a, a can of worms, I mm. guess, because very often um, when you put it in that light, 
you are then forced to ask yourself, do I know somebody from that community? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then you realise that it's very hard for you to behave in an inclusive manner um, when you actually um, don't engage or interact with people from um, such diverse communities. And that's where a lot of um, non-inclusive um, behaviours or attitudes arise, I guess, because we simply, um, our circles are closed off from each other and we don't know what their needs are. We don't know what their challenges are. Um, we don't know how to speak respectfully with them. Mm, definitely. And I think what I've, uh, personally, how I realised I've learned more about this is really that social media has opened, um, has opened a space for people to talk about these things, for people to ask these questions to um, not to sort of be mean about it, but for people to genuinely understand why it's important to use the right words, for people to reach out to um, people with disabilities to understand, you know, what is it that um, they think that people who are who who don't live with disabilities should do right mm-hmm. because you don't want to take away that space from them. You want to learn from them rather than just make your own assumptions. Mm, that's true. I mean, on the flip side, social media is also a very toxic environment, right. and a lot of um, toxic language can be too easily thrown about without um, without having, I suppose, the channels um, to, to then re-engage and, mm. and have the discourse. Um, but you're absolutely right, right? I mean, the um, the Bole Space um, comments that came up after uh, the term chachat, you know, be, sort of became viral um, because of that incident, uh, it opened my eyes mm. um, to a lot of um, the nuances uh, of language and why um, what we may use in a flippant manner actually has lasting impact on, on the community itself. So we will be speaking uh, to somebody uh, from Bole Space uh, to find out more about, you know, their thoughts about the importance of using the, the right language um, after this quick break. Um, meanwhile, do tweet us at BFM Radio or WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 um, with any thoughts that you'd like to share on this matter. Um, just very quickly, uh, do you want to just uh, revisit that poll that we have running, Suen? That's right. So we are asking you on Twitter, should the official name for the allowance for disabled workers be changed um, in Pasar Malaysia from Allowan Pekerja Chachat to Allowan Pekerja OKU? And your option are yes, it's long overdue or no, it makes no difference. And you can take that poll on Twitter at BFM Radio. You can also tweet us any thoughts you have, uh, any experiences you've had uh, at 018-789-8899. Yep, don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to the Daily Digest on the Bigger Picture with me, T. Shawik, and with Lim Su and as well. Our topic of discussion today is the importance of language when talking about disabilities and how hurtful it could be to the community of people with disabilities when we use words that are no longer acceptable because of the connotations that come with those terms. So this uh, discussion came up after people called out the continued use of the word elaun pekerja chachat. Despite the term um, already we recognize, I think, that the term chachat is offensive to people in the OKU community. Um, despite that, the official name for this allowance um, for uh, disabled workers um, is still being used. Mm. But as we mentioned before the break, the Ministry of Women, Community and Family Development did apologize over the use of the term chachat and they did say that they plan to um, change the official name of the allowance very soon. And that's what we're asking you on Twitter as well. Do you think that the name should be changed to Elan Pekerja OKU? 
okay you now 86% of you say yes it's long overdue but 14% of you say no it makes no difference now you can keep tweeting us your thoughts at BFM Radio or WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 so today we also wanted to get the perspective of someone within um, from within the community to share why language matters and how we can all do better I guess when talking about disabilities and the issues that people with disabilities face so joining us over Zoom today is Mohamed Nasrul Mohamed Noor, who is one of the members of Bole Space. So thanks for joining us, Nasrul. Um, first, you know, why is language important when addressing people with disabilities as well as the issues that they advocate for? Uh, in terms of the usage of words uh, to describe the persons with disabilities, it's actually, we can go back to the to the Act of uh, PWD Act or Akta Orang Kurang Upaya 2008. In my own opinion, I can say that um, the word disabled, lah. I don't want to say the uh, the word with that C, it's quite, um, personally, it's, I'm quite uh, shocked when the term that with that C with, was used in the in a formal setting because usually people will use uh, orang kurang upaya with, res- with due respect to not only to the community actually with due respect to the to the act as to the act itself because the act defines the PWD as persons with disabilities. Uh, uh, in terms of the wording itself, first wording is a social construct. For example, I can say okay, this is uh, I just want to say these words that I will be saying will be quite uh, unpleasant to unpleasant to hear, but it is the reality. Mm-hmm. The reality hurts actually. Okay, what can I say in terms of this for those with uh, sensory impairments and also intellectual impairments? People will refer them as mentally retarded or kalau orang kata terencakkan, which is for me it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Same with that word of <sighs> cacat. Okay, that word is also for me it's really unacceptable. It's cons- it shows the discrimination is there. Okay, uh, every OKU is, we are impaired in terms of maybe physical, in terms of sensory, in terms of the hearing, in terms of the sight, in terms of the speech, mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, psychosocial. Okay, previously we referred as mental disability, but now they improvise it to a psychosocial disability because the word mental there somehow it is discriminating, like the word crazy itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, this word is also discriminative. Same, uh, same goes to the uh, word caca itself or the word disabled itself. Uh, you must uh, be wondering, what's the difference between phys- uh, persons with disabilities and also disabled people? There mm-hmm. are some differences because I, I can say in terms of socially defined it, People will see, okay, disabled people means in in Basmanayu is orang cacat, while the word persons with disabilities means uh, orang kurang upaya. Okay, when you say about kurang upaya, it's not the deformity only contribute to the um, kekurang upayaan or the disability itself. No, it's not the medical only because when we heard about the word cacat or I can say when the the society said word cacat though that means something like they are putting us in another class of the society in terms of saying the word cacat and also disabled the word cacat is it, it shouldn't be there mm. it should be uh, orang kurang payah 
But the OKU itself, they sometimes they malu, they being shy to say that okay, uh, I I don't want to be orang kurang upaya. I want to be orang kelainan upaya because people always use always use the word kurang to refer the thing that is not okay. Ah, uh, so people will see orang kurang upaya adalah kesian kat dia. Ah, uh, so that will uh, it will give more sympathy. In in which actually we want more empathy, but we want to keep to use the word because one it is uh, constituted in the uptight self. Another thing is because we have to accept our own weakness, or we have to change. We have to turn our weakness into our strength. Alright, so we should be using um, persons with disabilities or orang kurang upaya unless the individual prefers another term like orang kelayanan upaya. So basically, it's really about listening um, to the person and understanding what they would like to use. Because we are living in the society, individual ones, we should respect it, but um, it's hard, you know, to convince everyone to use the term Orang kelainan upaya, everyone to use the term orang kurang upaya because in terms of the disabled communities, in terms of the persons with disability communities, they prefer sometimes either one, sometimes both, sometimes like, uh, so I can say people have different perspective and also connotation about these two words. Officially, should be used is persons with disabilities regardless of any condition because it is stated in the it is gazetted in the acta itself and also it is uh, because the, this acta was, rectif- uh, was ratified based on UN United Nations Conventions for Persons uh, for Rights of Persons with Disabilities UNCRPD Hmm. And I guess it's important to use the right words in all situations, but especially when you know it's coming from an official perspective, right? And I guess that's why um, we are talking about this today because um, officially the 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 term for the allowance is still allowed pekerja cacat. So do you think that it should be officially changed to allowed pekerja OKU instead? Exactly, we should change it. So based on the previous budget twenty twenty one, Tengku Zafrul used the word. Uh, or around pekerja orang kurang upaya but when it comes to the uh, speech of the prime minister he said the word around pekerja cacat I was like macam what? Hmm. you know what I was uh, sitting on my chair at that time and bila I dengar je perkataan tu macam apa dia dia cakap dia sebenarnya <laughs> like macam terkesimua sekejap because uh, the person who is a menteri kewangan he said that Elong pekerja okay you, but the Prime Minister itself, he said, Elong pekerja cacat. So that is my reaction when I heard. Okay, so that's what I can say. We should change. The government should use the word that is gazetted in the Akta itself, in the, in the Act itself, because they created this Act. So if it's not being used, mudah lah orang kata apa, Akta okay ni is a, like a tiger without its tooth. It is a toothless Act. Hmm. Um. But is the change is changing the language enough as well? Because I've seen disability rights advocates and people from the OKU community calling for better anti discrimination laws for the OKU community as well. It is because, uh, in terms of the disability, if I'm not mistaken, um, we are going towards the Disability Discrimination Act instead of just uh PWD Act. So in terms of this. The, the Disability Discrimination Act, I 
hope it will be covering uh, the not only in terms of the physical access okay in terms of the accessibility is important because accessibility somehow sometimes people only see physically physical uh, accessibility for example if i'm saying about okay you people will think okay i don't stay for wheelchair if I, i was saying that i am physically disabled people must think okay nasrul pakai wheelchair but actually i'm not using a wheelchair i'm just I, i can say i'm living a normal lifestyle like other people as well just maybe some hiccups in terms of uh, climbing the stairs i have to climb it slowly i cannot rush cannot too rush about it so in terms of walking i usually get tired more okay that's some of the example lah uh, as a person with disability i share the same aspiration of being treated the same for example when i am using the word treating the same sometimes people say oh if i should treat you the same so i should, should treat you as a normal person lah without disability so they won't account my disability in terms of that lah hmm. it's just an example an example actually but sometimes in the real world it happens sometimes not every time because there are some employee uh, sorry some employer uh, they are okay with okay persons with disability they are they are willingly to accept but some will say like okay kita orang tak nak this type of disability because i was in a career fair which is it is for KU but it clearly defines okay i want this type of disability this type of disability but i don't want this type of disability this type of disability you you, you don't have to like uh, clearly define okay not not this type of disability tak nak any no you don't have to define because that is uh that's worse than you just discriminating the whole group uh because if you segregate it for example okay this is for persons with physical disability on, uh, only this is for maybe in terms of uh functionality okay persons with disability may have uh, for example physical disability may have problems to work in a sector that use more physical movement but Uh, you won't know the individual capacity unless you interview them. Uh, so that's what I can say uh, in terms of the employment. So uh, back to the concept of uh, being equal. It's not only equal. It's actually we are going for equity for the keadilan in terms of the implementation. We are being empowered and also being enabled in the society. Not being enabled to that means being able, but we are we are not denied our participation in the society uh, that's why you see in doctor it says various barrier that may hinder their full effective mm. participation so first word is hinder another word is participation so i don't want uh, us to be hindered in the way of we want to participate in the society All right, before we let you go, Nasrul, uh, would you have a final message for us about the importance of language when talking about disabilities? Okay, uh, for me, if you want to refer for towards persons with disability or disabled people, use persons with disabilities. Use orang kurang upaya ataupun orang kelainan upaya. Instead of you are using the word uh, cacat or disabled because it pretty much refers to the medical condition. While in terms of the current condition of the society, we are referring to both social and also medical. Uh. 
All right, thank you so much, Nasrul. That was Mohammad Nasrul Mohammad Noor, a social advocate with Bole Space, which is a, a platform on Twitter that aims to raise awareness on issues that the OKU community face here in Malaysia. And so Nasrul joined us to share why um, he thinks the language that we use is important, you know, that we should be um, using terms like a uh, person with disabilities or orang kurang upaya unless, you know, the person that you are talking to uh, has told you, uh, has specified to you otherwise. And, you know, he was highlighting how disabilities are not purely what we can see as well but they are you know people with hidden or invisible disabilities that you know that that coexist with us and you know it, it's important to acknowledge that as well mm, that's right and um we've been asking you on social media so we, uh, our question was should the official name for the allowance for disabled workers be changed from elaun pekerja cacat to elaun pekerja okayu um and right now 87.6% say yes it's long overdue um but 12.4% of you say no it makes no difference and we We've got um, two comments, one on Twitter as well as one on WhatsApp who says that, you know, um, it makes no difference if the amount is the same. So please increase the um, the amount of the allowance, the amount of the mm. allowance, which I guess also points to the fact that, you know, yes, changes in language is good, but also the need for actual reform you know right, it, it shouldn't yeah. just be purely cosmetic absolutely yeah um we also have a uh, another whatsapp that says i was told we shouldn't use uh, orang klein and upaya as it paints them as strange um would like to know what others think and you know you can tweet uh, you can whatsapp us uh, 018-789-8899 to share what you think um but i guess to answer this you know it's like what um, Nasrul was saying it really depends on the individual you know you should be um, checking with them what they would prefer you can you you perhaps the, the right way to go about it is I guess to use orang kurang upaya and then ask if that person is comfortable with it mm, absolutely and and it's uh, sort of um, quite a learning curve mm. um, for everyone as well and it's just for everyone to be open um, if you've made a misstep to apologize, say, right. I'm sorry, uh, I wasn't aware what would be the right term to use. Right? That's right. It's, it's a little humility goes a long way as well. Definitely. Um, we also have another um, comment that says, you know, um, using words like chachat, demented and dumb shows how insensitive certain segments of communities are. We should all be more respectful and even volunteer to understand what it, it's like to be in their shoes. And then we will realize that, you know, they are proud of their identity and should be respected as with any individual and community with no exceptions um we also have um another anonymous um comment who says you know i would like to give a shout out to the rakyat that apart from properly addressing our fellow um okay use is is also to treat them properly and a simple thing to do is to stop parking our motorcycles along the five foot ways uh, as it is dangerous to their mobility so let us not just pay lip service and i think that's really that's a, a point of um, contention for a lot of people in the community right especially when people misuse the facilities that are provided mm -hmm. for people who have mobility issues mm, and um, i think a very common one that we are familiar with is the use of the um, uh, restroom for people with uh, disabilities right. uh, the excuse is always uh, well but it's vacant nobody's using it um, the point is that there's usually only one stall uh, or one particular restroom allocated for them in case of an emergency um, you as an um, able-bodied person have, has already taken it up and you know they have no other option you know at that point yeah I think it's it's sort of I guess in the moment some people think oh it's alright but you know it, it's always important to think of the people who would really need a use for it rather mm. than you know 
your own convenience in that moment. Because um, in those situations, you can more easily um, go and find another restaurant. That's right. Um, whereas you have to think about the fact that they can't. And also, um, the, the message that talked about lip service. And even when you're using, um, quote-unquote, the correct term, let's say, orang-kurang upaya, um, I've seen, I've heard people use it in a derogatory manner mm-hmm. as well. They use um, OKU um, to put down other people uh, as if they would be calling them one of those other unacceptable terms. So again, it's not just about the language, it's also about your tone and your manner. That's right. A lot of, uh, it's, it's, I think it's just important for all of us to remember that everyone is learning and just to be, um, like you said earlier, shall we, to be um, humble about it, to recognize when, you know, you might not um, know what mm. exactly is the right word to say and just to, you know, genuinely ask the people in the community. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts with us. And that's all the time that we have um, for the show today. Um, but do uh, head on over to our Facebook page at BFM The Bigger picture and drop us a direct message there um, if you have any other thoughts uh, and if you missed any part of this show or you'd like to listen to the down uh, to the podcast again you can download it at bfm.my slash daily digest uh, also on our bfm app or on other um, app, uh, app or podcast platforms uh, coming up after the three o'clock news is earth matters um, with Juliet jacobs and she will be observing world water day um, and she will be speaking to two guests from the bar council environment and climate change committee about a people's revolution to stop water pollution so do make sure you stay tuned for that that's been an important topic um, especially for people living in um, klang valley uh, mm-hmm. for the past year um, but uh, uh, that this has been the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.